<laughs> hey everybody and welcome to a very special show that we're doing with Rob Sesternino over at robhasawebsite.com. Uh, if you guys want to see any of our content, make sure you head over to yourrealityrecaps.com. Check out all of our Big Brother flashback time, live feed updates, blogs, podcasts, interviews with everybody that's been evicted so far. Uh, we're also talking to Mel and to Steve's mom. So much stuff we're doing for Big Brother. Of course, we also cover other shows like Survivor, Amazing Race, the Canadian versions of those shows, Bravo shows, Vlogger shows, Bachelor, you guys know the deal. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, you can click all these buttons down here to go places. Of course, thumbs up and subscribe. That helps support our shows. If you are listening on iTunes, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. That is awesome, too. And if you want to help support our shows, check out yourrealityrecaps.com patron. Even donating $1 a month really helps keep us going in everything that we're doing. Or you can make a PayPal donation. The links are in the sidebar of our website. Or again, right here if you're listening on, uh, watching on YouTube, you can click them. But okay, without further ado, let's start the show with Rob. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob has the podcast. And now here's a man who shines dull like a Rob that sucks. Rob Sisterino, hello everybody, and welcome to our weekly Big Brother feedback show. I am Rob Sisterino, and we've got a fun show planned for you today because we're going to be talking about the voicemails here with just, what, nine days to go here left in Big Brother 17. So we're going to talk about it all here with a man who's been a longtime friend of the podcast. Welcome back to the show from Your Reality Recaps, Eric Curto. Eric, how are you? Hey, Rob Sister Nino. I am so excited. So excited to talk, Big Brother. Yes, Eric uh, is streaming this live. He's one of the many people on younow.com. Uh, and he is there and he is uh, streaming this conversation. So we are on video. So hello to everybody on Eric's You Now. They say hello. They're very excited about you here in the chat room, Rob. Oh, yes, yes. How could they not be? How could they not be? <laughs> Uh, it's more exciting than when uh, Frankie Grande pops into the house for uh, to uh, to visit. I'm a Frankie. Take, go go d- see my sister in concert. Yeah, look, I'm a Frankie Grande fan. I don't care, and everybody can hate me for it. I don't care. Who wants to sing like a Frankie? <laughs> what is it? What is it that you love about Frankie Grande? No, look, it's not that I love. How much time? Look, it's not that I love Frankie Grande. I'm not like a whatever their fan club is called. I just feel like I don't get why people hate him for playing that game and using what he had in his toolbox to play it really well. And that's that my sister's Ariana Grande. But Uh, when you say play it really well, you're talking about the game or you're talking about life? Uh, well, for, I'm talking about game. It's Big Brother, Rob. I'm talking about game. I don't care about life. He can go do whatever he wants. Believe me, if I could be, gl- if my sister was Madonna, I would be like voguing through life. I'd be like, oh, follow me, money, Madonna, Vogue, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I don't hate him. He's okay. making a buck. Yeah. I don't know. I think hate's a strong word. But uh, yeah, no, no, hate. I don't think you hate him. But you know, I feel like a lot of people just hate on him just for hating on him. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure we will talk some more about uh, the vi- the great Frankie Grande <laughs> visiting the Big Brother house and much, much more here as we get into your voicemails that came in 
here overnight since our last Big Brother show. Of course, we'll be back Tuesday night after the eviction, which we will get into in greater detail in this show. That's going to be on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on CBS Eastern Time, and then we'll be live at 9.15 p.m. Eastern, and then again on Wednesday. So back-to-back evictions. Eric, are you pumped up? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, like, I hate when the feeds are out. I hate when the feeds are out, but I'm excited for it. I want to see what happens. Fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed things work out the way we want them to. We'll talk more about it when you're in spoiler section. What's your mindset right now as we're getting into the home stretch here? Are you happy and relieved Big Brother is going to be over soon? Or are you starting <laughs> to get a little disappointed where it's like, oh, that sucks. Big Brother is going to be over soon. I've never been more happy for a season of Big Brother to be over ever in my life. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's just a lot to cover. I mean, like you, it's a lot to process. I mean, when you cover a show like Big Brother that's happening live, there's a lot of information you have to stay on top of all the time. So, I mean, for that, I feel a little burned out. But the show, um, I don't know, it's so much longer now. I feel like they went longer to try and keep up with Glass House, and now it just feels like it's never-ending. It feels like it's going <laughs> too long, and they're running out of stuff to, to do on the show now. Yes. Oh, if we could only go back to the days of Glass House. Uh, it could we? <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Let's get primetime Alex Stein on you now. And see how many chicken nuggets he can shove in his mouth this week. <laughs> yeah. I follow him on Snapchat, and he's always just posting about what he's eating. Yeah. I always remember that from your show, and he is like, I'm going to eat a whole cheeseburger in one bite. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Why? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nah. But no. I think uh, it's a good. It's a good season. It's just going on way too long. I don't know. I don't hate the season. I wish they would have stuck with more of the twist. I think in the beginning we were all excited, like, oh, twist every week. Are they going to bring back Pandora's box? Are they going to bring back, you know, uh, Diamond Power Veto? And then they kind of just like cut it off, and it was a little mm-hmm. disappointing on that end. A little disappointing in terms of uh, seeing it. But I think for a while, I feel we were like, hey, who needs twists? Right. Well, that's what Julie said. She came out, she did her article and said, you know, we have so much going on with the twin twists that we felt like we really didn't need all these twists to keep the show going. And I think at that point, she was right. The twin twist was interesting. Yeah, that is a good point about how Julie Chen defended about why they got rid of the uh, takeovers in the house. But... Then it seems like part of what they said was why why it was gone was because they loved the cast so much. Yeah. And then Les Moonves came out recently, uh, you know, Mr. Julie Chen, mm-hmm. and said that the cast was really bad this season. Well, he didn't, didn't he say, didn't he name a few, I, did he give a number? Why do I feel like he gave a number? Or did he just leave it general? Maybe he just left it general, and we were just trying to guess like who it was. What I read kept it general, but I've heard people say that it was like five or six people. Yeah, see, that's why I feel like they, like, I heard the same thing then, too, five or six people. I was trying to figure out who the five or six were. <laughs> Robin Cass, to go off of that comment, I read her article when someone asked her about it, and she said that, yeah, it was kind of disappointing a little bit with, uh, you know, the way Audrey kind of played out and that. They kind of wanted more from certain people and they didn't really do it, live up to it, let's say. 
I mean, I don't know how they could be disappointed with Audrey. I feel like they got everything they could have possibly hoped for out of Audrey. I mean, if I'm going to read between the lines on who are they disappointed with, I think that I feel like Meg is pretty high up on the list. I feel like that was somebody that they thought that they were going to get some more mileage out of. I'm not sure if um, <laughs> if Steve was somebody that they thought they were going to get get more from. I feel like they did get a fair amount uh, from Steve. I don't know what they thought they were getting from Becky. I just feel like that whole After Dark crew, I think they felt like was going to put up more of a fight than they ultimately did. It's hard to really pick on the Sixth Sense or Johnny Mac, but I think right. that they probably felt like this could have been a really great season if, and not to say it's a terrible season or a bad season, but I feel like if they could have had that real battle between the two sides of the house, between the After Dark crew and the Sixth Sense, I think that that all, and maybe Clay is also somebody that, you know, they felt like that Clay sort of just rolled over and died, that it was probably, uh, they thought there would be more of a resistance to the Sixth Sense. Right. But my main problem with Clay is calling themselves Clay because I can't stand, it's like phlegm and I don't like it. And Clay is still going with it, but whatever. I think they got a ton out of Becky. The amount of train to the face jokes that they made on that show and then the fact that Lama spit on her, I think they got a lot out of that, Becky. I agree with Meg. If eating gumdrops and sleeping is what you're there to do, then you nailed it, Meg. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I think I, I feel like they wish they would have gotten more out of, uh, out of some of them. But even with Audrey, I disagree there. I feel like we saw Audrey coming into the season saying, I'm playing this like Dexter. I'm creating uh, blood slides. Yeah. And you just laid out, just like rolled, much like the ending of Dexter is very <laughs> disappointing. Very disappointing, Audrey. Yeah. I'll give you that, but I feel like for three weeks you had a, you got a lot out of Audrey. True, we did. she burned you know, out. A lot of out of your pocket. Yeah. Right, she burned out. All right, so uh, in terms of uh, where we stand right now, uh, I thought it was pretty interesting that you spoke with Steve's mom on your show uh, this past weekend. I I'd love to get a state of the uh, how is the Moses family uh, handling all this right now. Uh, they are very proud of their son. She actually said something that I thought was kind of genius in that she went to other Big Brother players and asked them, how should I handle uh, Steve when he comes out? And she said what she thinks is she's not going to talk any game with him at all. She just is going to let him know, like, I love you. I know you did the best you could, and I'm here to support you whenever you need. And not make it be all about game, because she is a super fan. Uh, she does not, though, like the Austin and the twins. <laughs> mm -hmm. But one final point that I thought was pretty brilliant that she said, she's hoping since Austin is so anti-bullying and vocal about being anti-bullying, she's hoping that when Austin comes out, he might consider doing something to really putting an end to bullying uh, with Steve. Kind of because of some of the stuff that he's been saying about Steve lately has been bullying. Well, I'll tell you, that would be huge. Right. If Austin and Steve could end bullying, I mean, <laughs> that would be pretty impressive and, and monumental. And I think that that would be a great reflection on Big Brother. If if we found out that, like, you know, 10 years from now, we're like, what's bullying? Like, right. oh, like, well, it actually turned out that this guy, Austin and Steve, uh, the great, <laughs> the great uh, Austin, a.k.a. Judas and Steve, right. Steve Moses, the two men that won the Nobel Peace Prize for putting the end to bullying. They ended it all 
after Big Brother 17. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Let's, I'll keep my fingers crossed. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm an optimist. Right, me too. <laughs> and I I'm think hoping it happens. Yeah, I think. All right, go ahead. We're here to get into some questions. Let's go ahead and uh, start to uh, pick through some of these voicemails that were left to us. Uh, you can leave us voicemails every week. Rob'sWebsite.com/slash/speakpipe. And why don't we uh, start off today with our good friend uh, Chris in Commerce, Texas. He's got a voicemail for us. He wants to talk about, ultimately, the person who tends to be at the center of things, Vanessa. Hey, Rob. This is Chris from Commerce, Texas, and I decided to call and make a formal apology for my winner pick this year, Becky. I'll be honest, she was a train wreck. I thought eventually she'd pick up steam. Oh, you know, I played the, I played the wrong clip. Sorry, sorry, you now people. Yeah, please. I love it. Hey, Rob, this is Chris Nichols from Commerce, Texas. I'm looking to redeem myself from my winner pick of Becky, so I want to talk a little bit about Vanessa. Um, people keep talking about her as a winner, and I honestly don't think she'll win ever. I think she's a less-than-winner player. Sure, her strategy's going to dazzle, but she's going to be missing some aspect of her game every time that will keep her from ever winning. If you think about it, she's controlled every eviction this season, yes, but all she's done is get out all the duds. The really skilled liars and operators in the game, like Austin, Steve, and J-Mac, can navigate her style of interrogation are still there, and not giving Vanessa the obvious reasons to put them on the block for the duds and the jury all did. She's having to play completely by numbers now. Tell me what you think about this. Thanks. Bye. All right, Eric, Where's what's your take on Vanessa at this point in the game and over the course of the season? Do you see Vanessa as a person who can win, will likely win, or do you feel like, are you in the camp that Vanessa is not going to win in a final two oh. if she makes it in? Oh, I'm hands down team Vanessa. I'm the leader of the fan club. I think Vanessa is running circles around this game. I feel like she's Derek if Derek was jacked up on Adderall and Xanax. <laughs> Uh, I think she is genius in the way that she can take one comment, one sentence, doesn't matter what it is, and make it completely benefit you or get you evicted from the game. The way she's able to manipulate words is brilliant. And I don't necessarily know that she um, has only got out the weak people. I don't really, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, I just think she's so crazy, people don't know what to make of her. But I also don't understand why everybody in the house is like, we can't make a move against Vanessa, we can't make a move against Vanessa. Then they go see Julie and are like, Vanessa needs to go. Oh, what do you it? make of the fact that uh, that what Chris was saying about how she's only gotten weak players out of the house on her tenure as HOH? I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I wouldn't say she only got out weak players. I think Jackie, and I mean, if we're saying when she's HOH, because I also think when she was an HOH, she controlled the decisions of whoever was HOH with the exception, let's say, of uh, Becky or James. Just for people that are listening and going through it in their heads, let me just give you the resume here for Vanessa. Week three, she's HOH. She got out uh, large Jeff. Mm-hmm. Then she's HOH again in week five, and it was the infamous uh, Jason switch. Uh, and then in week 10, she was the HOH that got Meg out of the house. So, and then she's HOH again here. 
So if we're saying just when she is HOH, then sure, I see the validity of that comment. But I feel like Vanessa has done the most work in getting people out of the house when she's not HOH and making them think that it was their idea. Okay. Uh, Can you give us some examples of that? Sure. I would say, I mean, look at who was H... Steve. When uh, Steve last was HOH, I feel like Vanessa really manipulated that situation into... To get Julia out? To get Julia out, because it basically benefited Vanessa's game to get Julia out. At that point, A, now Austwins are going down to two... And we'll see what happens going forward. I think she hopes to end up with only one that she can control. Um, who else? Who else was uh, when Austin? When Austin? Not was Austin? Who was uh, up with Austin when? Say, I have such a horrible time thinking back uh, <laughs> of when the people were doing it. But yeah, I mean, just in general, I'll say that. I yeah. feel like Vanessa controlled a lot and has the ability to flip around what people think uh, a lot more than anybody else in that house. All right. So you feel good about Vanessa and potentially if she is the winner, you feel like that is a very satisfying conclusion to the season. For me, yes. I realize for a lot of other people, no. <laughs> but yes, would there I be a more satisfying winner for you than Vanessa? No, there, there really wouldn't be. Not for me, because again, I do feel like she has controlled a lot of this game. And who would be second for you, Steve? Uh, yeah, I would say Steve. Steve would be my second. Yeah. And what's your take on Johnny Mac? Are you in the, in the Mac Pack? Uh, I will say no. I'm coming no. around. I'm coming around. No. On John. Well, right. <laughs> coming around. Show's going to be over soon, Eric. Well, you know, I, I, we can talk more about it later on. <laughs> okay. I got a lot of good right. reasons why I'm not and why I will be. You're like Vanessa. You, you have reasons. I got reasons and I'm going to give you incentives. <laughs> okay. Very good. What about the Austin? Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What what about Liz Tin? Are you anti Liz Tin? Uh I would not really love a Liz Tin win. I feel again pretty much everything they did in this game kind of came from Vanessa suggesting it or manipulating it somehow. So I feel like she did control a lot of their game. Uh but we saw in this last episode I was definitely proud of Austin. He was like, I don't want to let Vanessa spin out of control. I got to calm her down. If she gets up to a 10, then we don't really know what she's going to do. So I actually appreciated seeing him stand up a little bit more, understand he needs to control Vanessa. But then last week we saw after that, you know, uh, the POV with Vanessa having uh, Liz or Julia pick Austin. She, She shut that down in two seconds. Austin went in there, guns a-blazing to go after Vanessa. And she was like, nope, shut it down. Instantly. And I'm going to get one of the twins out as well. That's what I mean. She's brilliant. She should have went up and out then. And the fact that she was able to defuse it, get a twin on the block, get a twin sent home. It's kind of brilliant. All right, let me get your take on this. This is from Ray in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Rob, it's Ray from Fort Lauderdale. 
Um, I've kind of always been under the impression that once somebody was voted, wouldn't like if they were able to finish. But I'm wondering if um, this year, because the cast is so, well, at this point, so, um, would it be okay since J-Max is only out of the house for like 10 seconds for maybe him to win? Would you guys be okay with that? Uh, love the podcast. Thanks. Okay, so the question is Johnny Mac being out of the house. Like, he was only gone, again, like 10 minutes. Do you think that people will hold that against him that he was voted out once? I do not. On another season, 100%. But on a season where we have, like, a three-week lead-in into twins coming into the house and nobody cares. No. On a season when we're letting the showmance make it all the way to the end, no. These people don't care. They don't. That would be a very intriguing battle in the final two, I think, between Johnny Mac and Liz. Between Liz, like, Johnny Mac, did he already got voted out once? Like, yeah, but you weren't even here for half the time. So I, I was gone like 10 minutes. You were gone for like three weeks. I think you're giving them a lot of credit to even come up with that argument. I haven't even heard it hinted at. I haven't even heard one person even say, we should get Johnny Mac out because he was already voted out. Whereas every other season, that plan is in place like the week before they're back. It's crazy this season with that. Forget get him out. Will it hurt him in the final two? I think it depends who he's up against. I think Vanessa would make that point. I think Steve would make that point. I don't think Liz would make that point. I don't think Austin would make that point. Um, I think he is in a lot more trouble that he hasn't won in an HOH in the final two. Hmm. What if he wins the final, uh, final four, final three HOH? Do you think that then he would be able to like, would he need to win both of those? Would one of those be enough to pad his resume? Again, I think it depends who he's up against. And I think it depends on how good of a speaker he is. Like you said, he's a human Muppet. So I don't think, I mean, you know, not that you said, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't Muppets know. are big I, right now. I don't, yeah, they are. They're coming back. I don't think... No, I don't think I don't think it is. I think Johnny Mac has done too little in this game up until this point to quote unquote deserve a win. Always being somebody's pawn, always going along with somebody else's plan, being willing to throw a POV uh, when you're in jury to help other people get further your life. Like, I don't respect that on a game level that he's done in the past. So I think it'd be hard. uh, But I think people are talking about him like he's Victoria. I mean, the guy coming into week 11 wins uh, three vetoes. He doesn't have an HOH, but Austin only has one. Steve has two. Uh, Liz has two. Right. I mean, okay, Vanessa has four, but it's not like such a, like, okay, you you need to win an HOH to be the winner of the season or you need multiple HOH wins to be the winner of the season. They won't even consider him because he does like that. The challenge resume is really just uh, kind of like very arbitrary to me. Like, oh, you well, you didn't win this type of challenge. Yeah, you won a bunch of vetoes, but you didn't win any HOHs. And that's really what I'm voting on. I agree with you. I don't think... Uh... 
I don't think a challenge resume matters as much as it used to anymore in Big Brother. But also, that's why I say it kind of matters who he's going up against. Because a lot of people just see him as a floater in that house, which isn't necessarily true, I would say. I see it the other way. I feel like it matters more and more as we go along. Oh, you do? With a jury? A resume? I feel like... Back when Dr. Will is winning Big Brother, like people aren't saying like, oh, Dr. Will, you didn't win uh, the competition, so we can't vote for you to win. But I think as we're going along, people are always talking about, I won this many HOHs, I won this many vetoes, like it's a report card. Uh, I will say, again, I feel like this season is the... Nothing is the same as it is any other season. I'm basing it more on this season. I don't see this jury caring that much about it. Again, this is a season where twins caring can Caring that in. much about comp wins? About, about, yes, about competition wins and stuff like that. I mean, this is also a season where they all would lay out all their plans for everybody. And remember, like, in the beginning of the season, like, I'm going after you, and then my alliance member over there is probably going to take out your other person. Is that cool? All right, this meeting's over. It's just, it's a weird season. It's a weird season. Okay. But- All right. Let's take another question. And let's take this one from uh, the great Andrew Kirk. And uh, let's hear his question. Hello, Robin Spice. And this is Andrew. Hold on. Sorry. I clicked, I clicked the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you now. Sorry, you had to hear that blooper. Okay. It's this one. All right, let's hear from Andrew. Hey, Robin, Eric. This is Andrew Kirk from Modesto, California. Now, this isn't a question regarding Big Brother, but it's regarding uh, Amazing Eggs. Obviously, this season we saw Jeff and Jackie enter the house in Phil's uh, Big Brother takeover. So my question is, if you guys can pick any possible pair from Big Brother 17, who would you guys choose? Would it be the twins? Would it be Austin and Liz? Would it? I want to know what your guys... Which, what, what would you guys who would you guys pick for Amazing Race 28 love to get you guys thoughts thanks alright Eric this is a good question because you know we are in the CBS Synergy era we've got Big Brothers on Survivor we've got we've got the Survivors on the Amazing Race got Big Brothers on the Amazing Race we haven't had Survivors in the Big Brother house yet but who knows at some point we've got Amazing Racers in the Big Brother house so if we are going to pick somebody, pick a pair from this Big Brother cast to run the Amazing Race 28, mm-hmm. what pair would be your top pick? All right. I, top pick for who do I think is going to do the best or top pick Let's for... Let's do both. Okay. I don't care about... The, the thing I care about the least is who would perform the best on the Amazing Race. I would say I want to know, A what you would most like to see and B, what you think will be the most likely pair. And I could care less about who would actually do well. Okay, I think the most... The answer is not Jeff and Jack. (laughs) Okay, I think the most likely people to be asked, I kind of think it might be Megan James. No way. No way, we we let off with Meg on who is the person CBS is disappointed with. Mm, I, but but they're kind of like that you know does he love me does he like they could play up that storyline a lot and I think that'd be they entertaining they cannot play up the does he love me story you don't think so 
I don't think so. I mean, uh, if there were, if there was a couple, if Meg was really smart and really savvy, then she would have made herself a couple with James. You think? That, hmm. that Jag would have been happening. <laughs> oh, really? Are, okay. At least, even if it was just like, okay, is it, it's a will they or won't they? Who knows? It's like, you know, are they America's <laughs> favorite cute couple? But she was like, she shut it down every chance she got. I, I will say, and you now chat room did point out the best point of all. She's grandma and she can't even walk. So I thought I will strike that. I'm I'm striking it from the record. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, all right. Uh, all right. All right. So no Jack. Clelly? Clelly? I'd see them as the next best. Look, I know people want me to say Austin and Liz. I don't think that's happening. I don't think there's going to be. An... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you think you, you think Clelly is the most likely pick? Yeah, we have seen them bring on the love interests over onto Amazing Race. We got the Jeff and Jordan. We got the Brendan Rachel. We got the um, Survivor people. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So I can see that being a very likely choice. Okay, and... I think that you probably are onto something there because in addition to, okay, they're attractive, they are free, other than some of the things they said about James in uh, some moments of rage throughout the season, and, you know, at the point that they were blindsided, um, they were mostly inoffensive. Mm-hmm. And I think that that sort of speaks to, you know, dating couple sort of amazing race archetype. Plus, on top of it, especially if they could build them as like the cougar and the what it, the cub mm-hmm. is that what you call the puma uh, the guy? No, wasn't it puma yeah. and puma. something? Well, what is Timon. It puma and cougar. <laughs> what is a puma? Yeah, uh, is puma supposed to be like a younger cougar? I think it's younger cougar, right? Because they didn't want to say she was. They didn't want to insult her by calling her old, so they weren't going to go with cougar. <laughs> They just went yeah, with yeah, but I think I think she's like thirty three, right? I think she's right there on that cougar, the cougar line. Ah, uh, really? Thirty three is cougar line? I right. think thirty five is cougar. No, really? I would have went with like forty or above for cougar. Okay, according to Urban Dictionary, they define puma as an attractive woman in her late twenties or early thirties. She is pre cougar. So you would have to be late 20s what? Going for an 18-year-old? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Clay's 22. Yeah. Right? Or I always thought the math on the on the Cougar was uh, plus <laughs> 35 plus going for 25 and under. I thought that was the official math on, on the Cougar, if we're going to be technical about it. Yeah. Well, we want to be technical when talking Cougars. <laughs> well, we want to get this right. <laughs> yeah. I think if they could refer to her as the Cougar, right. I think that then that, that would be some sort of like marketing sizzle that we can get in there. Exactly. And we didn't get to see their storyline play out. It got cut short on Big Brother. So let's okay. continue it over. So what is the couple or the pair that you would most like to see? Stevie and Johnny Mac. <laughs> Steve and Johnny Mac. Yes. I want to see, la, 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 like, in other countries. Could you imagine Johnny Mac trying to talk to somebody in another country? <laughs> and then I Steve trying to translate. It would be funny, but is there enough of a connection there between Steve and Johnny Mac? Well, you said, who would I want? <laughs> I didn't say, yeah. we didn't say that was going to happen. Uh, no, I honestly, 
I don't think there's enough of a connection there. I'm hoping it builds as we come to the end of this season. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to see them too. Who would you want? My dream pair, I would say, I think from Big Brother 17. How about Jason and Davon? Really? Uh, Wouldn't that be fun? Devon seems a little angry to me. <laughs> seems to have been... That's good. TV. She's going to be fighting with people. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want fighting drama, sure. But I think Shelly would give us fighting drama, honestly. She would get so okay. fed up with Clay in 0.2 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, All right, so that's a, a good uh, thing to watch for because uh, you got to think it's going to happen. The metagame will be played. Right, right, definitely. I, uh, Liz Austin, you think there's any chance of that? No. No, because I think when Liz gets out of the house, her parents are going to disinfect her and lock her away in a room and be like, you're not coming out. <laughs> at all why Why? Well, what have the parents seen that makes them uh, so anti-awesome from what I have heard the parents are very anti-tattoos and uh, like a, a lot of Austin's characteristics you know like gonna drive her right into Judas's arms I don't think so I think when she gets back to Florida with her tan blonde haired muscular better looking people around her and Austin's on the other side of the country she's gonna be like oh I don't need this showmance anymore what about until they cast Amazing Race 28 mm. does, Liz, does Liz even care about stuff like that I think she cares about money and using <laughs> men for money as we know from her oh, interest so you're right. She might. She might hold on to this for an for an amazing race opportunity. You're right. I forgot she likes money and men <laughs> who give her money. All right. Here's a question that I think is uh, somewhat interesting. Let's go to... Sorry. Let me uh, scroll up to this. Let's take this question from Jared about the luxury reward. Hi, Rob. This is Jared. Here, let me turn this. Hi, Rob. This is Jared Cummings. Do you think the luxury reward would have been the same if Johnny Mac won, won it or Steve won it? Like, do you think they would have gone with Frankie and, like, worn cat ears? Like, I was curious. I was thinking there would have been a different reward if one of the guys won it. NFL thing or something. What do you think, Rob? Bye. Okay, so let's say hypothetically, Johnny Mac wins that reward challenge, and then here, here comes, here comes Frankie. Who wants to shine bright like a Frankie? And Johnny Mac. No. I loved it. No. I love Johnny Mac's reaction when he walked around the corner and was like, Ugh. Uh... Yeah. Loved it. It was brilliant. Because he's like rock star dentist. He doesn't want to see Ariana Grande. Yeah, he's rock star dentist and guitar player who should have been good with his hands, Rob, on that stupid thing. Sp I'm okay. He was trailing Vanessa. He was hot on her heels. And we all know, yes, Austin should have been good too. It involved fingers and holes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know. So, I mean, uh, do I think it would have been different? No. I think, uh, I would say my opinion, speaking for myself, is I feel like perhaps CBS uh, 
was looking to bring back some of those fans from last season and they were going to do it regardless. Yeah, but Eric, they didn't promote that it was going to be on the show. Like they promoted like a mystery house guest. I mean, you really had to sort of be in it pretty deep to know that Frankie Grande was coming into the house to take Ariana Grande or take him to go see Ariana Grande. Not that deep. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people knew early. Um, a lot of people knew early, but the ca- the, to the casual people, I feel like did not. I mean, if you're following Frankie Grande on social media, I guess you knew and maybe they thought that they were going to bring those people in. Here's why I think from a production standpoint, they did not promote it earlier. I kind of feel like it was, that's when the concert was happening. Obviously, they couldn't change the concert date. I feel like if they promoted it too early, it could have, maybe they were trying to protect themselves legally, let's say. Like if too many people knew that was going to happen, what if someone sneaking a megaphone in and shouting out, like in the audience of the Ariana Grande concert, Ariana, Liz, you're being portrayed hot, like whatever. I feel like it maybe that could be a reason why they didn't want to promote it so early. They didn't want to uh, have it in anyone outside tamper with the game too much. They wanted to promote it after it was over. Is my guess. Even after even after it was over though, they didn't really promote it leading up to the show. Like when was the concert? Friday night? It was Friday night and I would say promos were happening for it late Friday night, I feel like it was on YouTube, the commercial. Okay. I feel like that I saw a lot of the advertising of that a mystery house guest was coming in, but I felt like that the and then they sp- was... And then they swapped it, though, I thought, with Frankie after the concert was over, which is... I, I could be okay. totally wrong. This involves memory, and I'm horrible at that. <laughs> um, but yeah... Uh-oh. No, that's a good point. I did not consider the fact that you're right. Why wouldn't they have promoted it earlier? My standpoint was like, I felt like they didn't want to tamper with the game too much. But then are you saying that you think the Grandes were like, oh, please let us be a part of the show? I don't know. I really don't know what what it was like in terms of that. I mean, I feel like that's not outside of the realm of possibility mm-hmm. because I feel like that maybe are they trying to do some like PR help on the Ariana Grande perfume? The perfume. Well, announce the perfume. That's also, right. No. The, there's the backlash with uh, Donut Gate. Oh yeah. Does right. She not have the best image because last summer. She did have the best image. Yep. And it's sort of been like a rough year for Ariana Grande. Was this something where it was like to sort of build back up? And then if you want to go off that, is it to build her back up? Because if All Stars is approaching at some point soon, they would want Frankie back on and they would want us to like Frankie and want us to be back on that team. Okay. So do you think that Frankie would play for Big Brother All Stars? Personally, no, but everybody tells me I'm insane for saying that and that, of course, he would go back. I don't think he would go back, but every time I say it, every show, every person always says, you're insane, he's going back, why would he not? Well, wouldn't, well I think because he, he's probably going to be either the first or second person out. 
Ori would have contracts for other shows and we doing other stuff, I would say. But and, we're saying like if he got on the All Stars that they would say, okay, well, then we'll put you on this. No, no, I'm saying, you know, like he's done other shows. It always seems like he's doing something else. Like he always has Broadway or that dance show or whatever the other oxygen show was. So I feel like I feel like I'm his promoter now. <laughs> My point yeah. is, I feel like he's in a lot of contracts and it would be hard for him to get to be like, I need to block off my whole summer for a show is always why I said, no, I don't feel like he would go back. But I guess you can. Make what about it. in terms of the game, though? Do you feel like he would be somebody who'd be a major target early on? Uh, yes. That's the biggest reason why he shouldn't come back. Yeah, I think he would be a huge target because everybody would know that he's probably... Well, I want to say he's a shoe-in for America's Saver, but he didn't win it his season. So... Well, actually, that's a good one. What are they worried about? What? He's going to influence the cupcake or brownie online vote from the Ariana Grande fans? Like... I think he's okay. So you're saying they should keep uh, you know, Frankie Grande. They should play again, and they should and people should keep him in the house. Yeah, I, well, sure. My one hundred percent. My theory of playing Big Brother is you find out who, let's say, production or America loves, and you just ride those little coattails. Like they're my best friend. Can't vote me yeah. out. I'm on Team Alyssa, or I'm on Team, you know, Frankie Grande. Keep me around. That's what I would okay. do. All right. Well, I guess if you're literally on the Team America, yeah, right. that's a good, a good spot to be in. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see if I got any more uh, questions before we jump into talking about some spoiler stuff. So, uh, Anthony wanted to know why didn't they play the takeover music when Frankie Grande came in? Wouldn't that have been a good opportunity to go back to takeovers, Eric? It would have. They, they, yes, one hundred percent. Why didn't they play the takeover music when Liz came in? That would you could have at least extended it a little bit more by using it for that. There's a lot of opportunities they had to use it. I mean. No. Yeah. No. I yeah. Disappointing. You, you made your. Gr- I've gotten way. Ang- I gotten angry about this too many times this season. I'm trying to just take it down a notch. It's like it's ridiculous when it's like it's your logo. You made such a big deal about it, and then you just kind of like brush it under the rug. Like, eh, Big Brother fans won't notice. They're stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the same sort of thing where it's like, hey, we're gonna try to tell you something like, hey, Battle of the Block is a is a fan favorite. It's like, okay, what? And then it's like, okay, we're doing these uh, takeovers every week. Okay, great. Uh, now we're just never going to talk about takeovers again. It didn't. It didn't happen. Just don't. Just don't think about that. <laughs> right. So I just think it's the same sort of stuff of like, uh, hey, look over here. Like, uh, don't think about that anymore. We're not doing that. So I think I just would have called more attention to the fact that they're not doing it. But they, they're like, you're making a TV show. Just make it seem like it was their choice. Like, put in some game where the prize for winning is uh, you have ended BB takeovers. Or have Julie be like, house guests, will you go on slop for two days if we get rid of takeovers? You will? Great. Takeovers are gone. At least work it in a little bit. Well, did I got to produce this yeah. show? <laughs> 
All right, I want to get into talking about Please. spoilers here with Eric here in just a minute. So I just want to let you guys know if you want to jump out here, we're going to be back on Tuesday night live, 9.15 p.m. Eastern time. Very much uh, looking forward to talking about this next eviction. And then, of course, we'll be doing the same thing Wednesday night here as we get to the home stretch of Big Brother 17. So, Eric, let's get ready to talk the spoilers. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. This is a spoiler warning. A spoiler warning means that an actual spoiler against this country has been detected and that protective action should be taken. All right, Eric. I want music now on my show, so thank you for that. I'm making a note. <laughs> so here we are, Eric. We're feeds are down right now. Yep. And as of last night, we talked through the veto was used. Johnny Mac won the veto, mm -hmm. and then he used it, and Austin was put up on the block, and there was a lot of scuttlebutt that Johnny Mac was planning on voting out mm -hmm. yeah. Steve. Yes. I was giving the okay. people the thing. Uh, look, can I go back now for my one hot second to the Johnny Mac question so everyone can stop hating me? Because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to... So you're right. So now that I will say, now my da-da-da of that is, now that he won this veto and we saw him playing Vanessa and doing his reverse, reverse psychology and then kind of going to Steve and be like, look, I told Vanessa I was coming after you. I need to make it seem like we are not together so that Vanessa thinks it is her idea that we get rid of Austin and not that I want to keep you, that let's make her think it's her idea. That whole play to me was brilliant. I didn't think Johnny Mac had it in him to come up with that. And if he stays on this track and if he is able to make a move against Vanessa which we heard Steve last night kind of muttering uh, Vanessa's gonna regret uh, keep working so hard to keep Johnny Mac and I together. If Johnny Mac in some way gets Vanessa out of this game in the next week, I think hands down he should win this game. So Johnny Mac, you feel like if he takes out Vanessa, yep. he should or he will be likely to win this game? I think he should and will be likely to. I think a jury will completely respect that. I think the jury realizes Vanessa is behind most of them being there, as we have seen on the show when they told us that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I think a jury would be behind that in, in giving him a win. Plus, then, who is he left to go against? Liz? <laughs> Austin. <laughs> what do you think of Vanessa the juror? Do you think that she would potentially be a bitter juror? I know you don't watch Glee, or I'm going to assume you don't watch Glee, Rob. For those people that do, there's like a character in there, and she loses her mind and like will destroy a room and breaks up. That's what Vanessa will do if she goes into that jury. God help the person that sends Vanessa into that jury. She's not going to be the truth cannon. She's going to be the poison cannon. And she is going to work her hardest to turn every person against the person that got her out, which is why it would be dangerous for her to go before final three. I would be scared for the person that got her out before final three. 
So what's more dangerous, to let her stay until the final three and then get rid of her there, or to send her out, say, final four, final five, and then, uh, obviously she's HOH at final five, but uh, send her out at final four and then give her five days or whatever at the jury house? I think it is worse to send her home next, send her to jury next week and give her days to turn that jury against the person who sent her out. If I was in that game, if I was any of the people in the game, I would wait until it's final three when she doesn't have a chance to be in jury. Is how so I what do you think? What, I mean, what should Johnny Mac do? You think he should like take out like a potentially, let's say he wins HOH at final four. Um, and again, he doesn't have that much say. Maybe let's say he wins the veto at final four. Mm-hmm. And um, say Steve was the HOH and he has the veto and he has a choice to vote out either Liz or Vanessa at final four. You think the move is to vote out Liz, send her out and run the risk that Vanessa will win that final three HOH? I mean, no. If you put it that way, I mean, you got to take Vanessa out if she's in front of you. Yeah, I think you got to take her out if she's in front of you. I just think that's what will happen if you do that. I think she will poison jury against whoever it is. And I don't, honestly, I I almost think Steve is a bigger threat to Johnny Mac's game than Vanessa is right now. I think Steve is a shoe-in for these mental comps coming up at the end of the game. So we were talking last night, and it really seemed like Johnny Mac was going to be potentially voting out Steve going into this uh, this final vote, where it looks like overnight Johnny Mac has uh, seemingly decided that he's going to vote out Austin. What do you think the percentage, and again, the feeds are down at this point. They won't come back until after the show. What percentage do you think it's going to be that it's Austin and not Steve that gets voted out on Tuesday? I think where we left off before the feeds cut, I would say it's 100%. Austin is 130 percent. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. But you also got to remember, if we're believing what Johnny Mac is saying, he never was voting out Austin. That was just his plan to screw with Vanessa's head and to make her think it was her idea that they keep Steve safe. So if we believe what he's saying, he never really was going to target Steve. Okay. If we believe him. (laughs) But if you're saying Steve is the biggest threat, should he be targeting Steve? I think he should. Yeah. Okay. Well, play that out. So, okay, he takes out Steve here at Final Four. If, say, Austin wins HOH, he's up on the block. Are you saying that he just has to win the veto? Right. So he's putting it up and... In the other scenario, I'm trying to think of like who would who would vote him out. Again, the final four is so tricky to think mm-hmm. about. To think about basically who wins HOH. That's basically individual immunity, and then the other three people are in the midst of it. Like one of them is going to win the veto, and they pick between the other two. Right. I wish I had Skittles, but <laughs> <laughs> we always wish we had Skittles. Uh, right. I need a Vanessa diagram. Uh, I think. I feel like Liz and Austin both incorrectly think that Johnny Mac is a big threat to their game. And for some reason, Vanessa has convinced them I'll never win in a final two. So honestly, I only, 
It's so hard. None of them have loyalty to each other. It's and you I can't believe anything any of them say is the other point. <laughs> Except okay, Liz and Austin have a little more loyalty to each other. But um I, it's like I don't know. I don't know so cuz we see it flips so based much. Based on if Johnny Mac is going to take out Austin. Right. Who do you think is going to win this next Wednesday? If Johnny Mac takes out Austin this week, then who do I think is winning HOH next week? And the week? way that would look is that it's going to be Johnny Mac would vote to evict Austin, Liz would vote to evict Steve, and then Vanessa would have to do the tiebreaker right. uh, and get a lot of blood on her hands in that spot. And I'm not sure if Austin slash Judas is going to forgive her for that. Uh, yeah, which is why I don't think she would do it. I think Vanessa would break a tie and send Steve out because I feel like the argument Vanessa can make logically is she can at least say I was with Liz and Austin for the majority of this game. I have to hold true to that alliance because it was earlier than what I had with you, Steve, or with you, Johnny Mac. But all, isn't the whole point of Johnny Mac voting to evict Austin so that Liz, um, so so Vanessa can get Austin out of the house? Is this like she's just like testing him? Again, it's so it's so hard because we don't know. We know Liz has said I'm not really being honest in my diary room, or we know Vanessa has said I'm not really being honest in my diary rooms and not really being honest. So it's hard to know their opinions and what they're going to do change. I feel like every hour. Honestly, typical you, Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> right. Even we even saw Johnny Mac being like, "What are you talking about, Vanessa? We had this conversation a few hours ago, and now you're telling me we didn't." It, it's crazy, but um, yeah, I think if Vanessa is put in the situation where Johnny Mac goes against what he says and puts that vote to um. Austin, so that Liz is putting hers to Steve and Vanessa has to break it. I don't think she's breaking it to piss off Austin and Liz. She's going to send Steve out. It's what I think she would do. All right. So if she does send Steve out, do you feel like Vanessa is in the best spot to win this? Uh, I Better than sending out Austin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think she so, is. If, so let's let's play out the scenario. So okay, so Steve is out of the picture, right? And it's Liston, it is Vanessa, and it is Johnny Mac. Mm -hmm. How well do you think Vanessa is set up there? I think she's set up. Uh, well, if we're gonna believe what they're saying, then I think she is set up okay-ish. I think Johnny Mac will definitely bring her. And I think Liz might actually definitely bring her. I'm not 100% sold that Liz is invested in the relationship as much as she says she is. The only person I don't think would bring her to final two would be Austin. I think Austin Liz is... Liz wouldn't bring... Austin wouldn't bring Liz to final two? Austin wouldn't bring Vanessa. Austin would bring Liz. I do think Liz would bring Vanessa over Austin. I Because I think Vanessa would get in her head... And be like, you told me about the twin twist. This is great TV. You know, if he really loves you, you're going to spend the money together anyway. It doesn't really matter. Like, I think she would be able to break Liz down enough to make her choose her. I do. 
It's going to be interesting to watch. All right, give me the power rankings, one, two, one, two three, four of the, the rest of the way. So you're saying that, the first off, I want to get you, uh, nail you down on this. The okay. person being voted out on Tuesday night or uh, the person that's being voted out at some point while the live feeds are out is... Austin. Austin. Okay. Right. So then Johnny Mac, Steve, Liz, and Vanessa. Give me those give me those four people in order of finish. Uh Liz next. Liz Liz is for is at four. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go uh I think then it would be a Johnny Mac. So this is a Vanessa Steve final two. Yep. From Eric Curto. That is what I'm going with. I want to throw up. Okay. And then who is the winner of the season? Vanessa. There's no scenario where Vanessa doesn't win. There's not. Okay, I'm going to sit here and cry. <laughs> Look, you can all tell me I was right when the season's over. All right, I, so honestly, you're predicting the final five finish is that Eric is predicting a win from Vanessa, second place Steve, third place Johnny Mac, fourth place Liz, fifth place Austin. Wow, so really... Where we got to the final six, and it was the Aust twins uh, were three of the final six. Then Eric's predicting that they go out six four five or mm-hmm. six five four. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah. It's my prediction. That's Eric's prediction. <laughs> hey, P.S. So, I've never been right, but that's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know it's going to be an Austin Liz final two, and uh, we're we're just counting down to that to the Liz win. You really? Oh my God. Uh... All right. Oh, wow. I so don't. I do not think Liz or Austin are touching those final two chairs at all. I could see maybe it being Johnny Mac and Steve, not Vanessa, but I see no way Austin or Vanessa touch those final two chairs. It's going to be a fun home stretch. It is. It's been keeping us guessing. I have to say I love it. I love that I literally flick on the feeds and it's like, wait, Johnny Mac is selling Steve out to Vanessa four hours ago. They were best friends trying to take out Vanessa. You really have no idea what these people are doing, honest to God, minute to minute. I don't know where their loyalties are. All right. Well, we will see what happens. Only nine days left here. Uh, Big Brother might be only eight by the time you're listening to this. So it's really we're counting down the days here in the home stretch of Big Brother 17. Eric, what's what's your week look like here leading up to the finale? Uh, what do you mean, what's my week look like? You mean, what like, am I what, doing? What, what's your coverage looking like? Oh, okay. Uh, tomorrow we have uh, Mel on. Mel is going to oh. uh, be on our show to talk a little bit of Vanessa. Uh, I think we're doing that the hour before. We usually go live the hour before Big Brother airs. Whose loved ones have you spoken to this season? Every well, Steve's uh, mom, James's uh, friends, Whitney, the person running James's account. Uh, Whitney is always in our chat room. Uh, Mel is going to be on tomorrow. Uh, uh, Shelly's family, obviously, all the jurors that oh, I mean, all the uh, people that have already been out pre jury, yeah, all yeah. of them we've talked to, but uh, Shelly's family and uh, Jackie's family. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody else lined up? You don't have like uh, Austin's brother and sister ready to go? No, oddly the enough. The other I... Nolans? No, oddly enough, I don't. <laughs> Doesn't seem like our people that watch really want to see them come on for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's weird. I just do whatever people, whoever people tell me they want. That's who we go for. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. Well, uh, good stuff. Of course, Erica, where can people check this all out? Uh, YourAlderRecaps.com. It's all over there. All our stuff's okay. over there. All yep. Right. Eric, you have a hashtag for this episode of the podcast? Yeah, RHAP. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's get uh, ready for tomorrow night, Tuesday night. We will be live at uh, 9 15 uh, p.m. Eastern time. Looking forward to that. Plus, uh, we've got a lot, much, a lot more coming up uh, this week here on the podcast. Uh, we're going to try to preview the amazing race later on this week. We're going to talk with Mike Boogie, have a chat with him about uh, what's going on this season. Plus, uh, we're going to uh, start the countdown down to Survivor kicking off next week. And as we get towards uh, the weekend and next week, we'll be doing a a couple more uh, previews and stuff like that. Plus, we're letting people rank the 30 seasons of Survivor, Eric. I know, I heard. That's amazing. Go to robinswebsite.com slash season rank. That, uh, I don't even know how you did it, Rob. I don't know. I mean, you I just made a poll. I didn't do anything. But uh, I thought that you watched them, though, didn't you? Oh, watch? yeah. Well, I did. I did that also. But that's a that's a whole different uh, ball of wax. We're just well, letting people rank the thirty seasons here. All right. Well, you guys go do it. They're gonna do right. it. Chat room's in it. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much, Eric. Uh, all the best to you. Thanks, everybody, uh, for making it to the end of the podcast. We love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you're thinking at robhaswebsite.com. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. <laughs>